0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Sports in the City. I am Haley. And I am Sally. And we are here on a lovely Thursday morning. Thursday. You're- Thursday. Yeah. yeah.
1: Happy um, NFL season kickoff day. To those who celebrate. Yes, we
0: made it. We did. We're back. It was a it was a long off season, long and an eventful off season. So uh, happy to have the, you know, the calm comfort that is football season back in my life. Mm.
1: Oh my god, I feel anything but calm right now. I feel so much anxiety. Well,
0: what I feel is I I like that I always know what I'm doing on a Sunday. There's no, right. You know, for me, I love a routine. So I. I love knowing that we're all gonna be together. This is what we're gonna be doing. The thing I stress most about is what I'm gonna wear and yeah. are the Vikings oh, gonna disappoint me. I'm so, stressing about
1: I don't I feel like as far as what to wear, you know, oh my god. Um <laughs> I haven't gotten anything new because there's nothing new out that I want. Same. And I don't obvious I know a lot of girls can probably relate to this. You just wanna have something new when you're going out. Yeah. I mean, at least for this. Like, of course, I'm. I don't mind outfit repeating and all of that. I have a ton of stuff to choose from, but I'm just like,
0: there's an. I don't want anything. Well, my from
1: the store. No (laughs) offense to
0: Dan or or Scott Scott. or anybody. It's not their fault. It's just the inventory is. Well, my Vikings wardrobe got significantly smaller because I got rid of my bitch. I'm a Vikings T-shirt, which I had
1: multiples. I haven't found a home I don't remember if I talked about this yeah uh, about oh okay I haven't yeah I did I haven't found a home for the Kirk fucking cousins tea well that I have it's still sitting on my coffee table because I rearranged my living room so I the coffee table is just like off to the side because I don't know what I'm gonna do with it so it's just been sitting there and um yeah
0: well I, I don't know
1: what to do with it so if anyone wants it you know <laughs>
0: I'll, we even, pay, a, we I'll should, even pay the shipping. We should do a contest giveaway for that thing. We should. If anyone wants a small t-shirt, a small yeah. unisex or small men's t-shirt.
1: Or I was thinking maybe um, when there's a bet, like some sort of bet, it could be um, a punishment for whoever loses, which would be me because I'm the one who wouldn't be dead wearing that shirt would rather be caught dead wearing that shirt so well yeah. now, i don't know why i'm dealing out ideas to yeah, fuck don't. me over and embarrass me but
0: well i'm kind of upset because paul and i made that bet about him wearing a row the boat shirt before the game mm-hmm. uh last when we were recording last thursday and the video never got posted and so gophers won 38 zip covered the spread paul would have been wearing a row of the boat shirt today and he would have had to say "roll the boat, Sky Umoa, go Gophers." But since we never made the bet public, and it was just a uh, an agreement, you know, because it's more oh, fun. Sure. If, it's more fun if you make it public and people. Are egged and we also never made my side of the bet. So if the Gophers didn't cover, yeah, he was. <laughs> I was like, Paul, you're
1: a terrible negotiator. Yeah, you guys sat out in the hallway and made this made this bet, and he was just like, okay, deal, and just walked away. And I'm thinking, well, what's your what's your punishment if you lose? Well, not my problem. I think problem. he likes inflicting pain
0: on himself. Possibly, I think he does. He said he's a Gopher fan now, so he's he's all in on the Gophers. So I. It only took him six years to uh, be on the PJ Fleck bandwagon or boatwagon. Oh, or okay, he, I I he was talking about it this morning, and I texted him. I was like, "Welcome aboard. We're happy to have you." <laughs> so, well, all right, great. Well, what's going on? We got the game. We
1: got the NFL. Okay, so we got Bills Rams tonight, which is going to be so good could not be more excited for that matchup i love it how the thursday night game to kick off the season um is usually just a great matchup of two teams that were so good last year mm-hmm. bills were obviously a game away
0: from yeah. getting to the super bowl Yeah, they lost to cincinnati
1: yep and then um and then obviously the rams won the super bowl so
0: I'm a little so I listen to Kelly Stafford's podcast mm-hmm. which I love cuz I just love her. She's so honest about motherhood and like when her kids drive her crazy and the help that she needs and she just she swears and she's great. I just I love Kelly Stafford. And so I'm a little concerned about Matthew's elbow injury. Yeah. yeah. And obviously he didn't do anything in the preseason, so I hope he still got it. And she's like, she was talking, I think, two weeks ago about how she is kind of wondering when they're gonna have the conversation about retirement because sure. this is his fourteenth year in the league, mm-hmm. and so and he got a Super Bowl. He got a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, when do we do this? Because she was talking about, you know, what he misses out when they're kids and everything. Because they've got four kids under five, right? So yeah, um. So I highly recommend the morning after with Kelly Stafford after you listen to us, yeah. After you listen to all the KFN
1: podcasts. yeah. Follow up with that. I know, and I was thinking about that too. I mean, fourteen years is obviously a really long time. Such a you know great career for him. I mean, not necessarily great um, success wise as a team in Detroit, but individually. No. I feel like he is a guy, though, has who has overcame and played through so many injuries.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, He's gotten so beat up.
1: Right. Like, and he he never misses a game. Even, you know, in Detroit where he took a just a beating, he is just kind of like an iron man mm-hmm. in that way. So I feel like I'm not super concerned about his injury just because of you know, when the lights come on, he always shows up and puts his body on the line. But of course, you know, you want to see him playing at a hundred percent. Yeah. If he can. So it, it I have thought about that. Like what's when's he gonna retire? But I think he's got a couple more years, right?
0: Yeah, and luckily the uh, Rams O line is a little bit better than the one that Detroit oh, trotted yeah, out exactly. for those thirteen years he
1: or twelve yeah. years he was there. So But they might have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I really obviously have been a big fan of Bill's mafia my whole life. <laughs> really, I, I mean, I have I've always just kind of rooted for them, um, and I've always loved their fans. I mean, I remember when they had that playoff game against Jacksonville. Gosh, I don't even know how many years ago that was. What was that 2017? And it was just no Jacksonville oh, fans were in the stadium. The stadium. yeah. Full Bills. They're Out there tailgating, like making it their home because
0: it had been how many years since they had been in the playoffs oh, like I don't 20
1: know. or something? So many, something absurd. And obviously, it was two not very good teams. Wasn't it a god? Did they have Joe Webb? They had some terrible quarterback. Um, gosh, I guess we should have looked into this. I didn't know we were going to talk about it, <laughs> but I just have always really ad- admired their them and um, they're, they've got so many similarities to the Vikings, right? So oh. it's like, uh, of course. So I'm really going for them, not only tonight but this season. They're my new AFC A team, A squad. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it. I'm excited, and I I know we hate when people talk about fantasy football, mm-hmm. but we did. We had we were doing a fantasy league with. Yeah, I needed to ask you about that. Um, so I just did auto draft. And, okay, because I was having dinner with my sister, and I was looking the next day at my team, and I was like. All I have are wide receivers and running backs. I do have a kicker and a defense. They didn't give you a quarterback. I do. On oh no, I actually do have. Um, I do have Russell Wilson as my quarterback. Oh, okay. Which I can't stand, Russell Wilson. So I was like, "Fuck really? you, auto draft." Yeah, I don't like him. I he's just a douchebag. I think. Like,
1: yeah, I used to really like him, but now I feel like he's just kind of phony.
0: I mean, like but, when he's on I mean, the sidelines and he's running through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just can't like he just seems like someone who takes himself way too seriously. Right. So, yeah, it's not my—he's not my cup well, of tea. Well, yeah, so we have a fantasy league that's all girls, mm-hmm.
1: um, which is going to be fun. That's our first year doing this league with Brittany and um, Lizzie and some other girls. Raquel, yeah. Raquel, yeah, and um, the good thing is about that league, though, it's only eight teams, so yeah. you can pick up another quarterback. There's tons available, yeah, so just I ha- swap one.
0: Uh, all I have are backups for wide receivers and running backs. Like, I— have no backup quarterback, no backup defense. I think I do have a kicker.
1: You have to, because auto draft. I don't think would for you, but yeah, I
0: logged in and I'm like, wait, Haley's auto drafting? Yeah. Um, I was my sister and I needed to have dinner on on Tuesday, but
1: so. like I said, the good thing is it because it is eight teams. I mean, there's plenty of things that you can pick up.
0: Yeah, and I would like to say I did. I feel like I did come up with a good name. So it's K O C T D S, but if you read it, it's cock T D S. So it's supposed to be, like, cock tease. Yeah. <laughs> and no one got it. And I was like, wait. Well, I think maybe, you have to say it out loud. Yeah, you have to say it out loud. But I was like, am I not as funny as I thought I was? Because <laughs> that was kind of a depressing thought. Like, But I did say it to my brother and some of our family friends this past weekend up to the cabin. And they all laughed. And they thought it was funny. So I was like, okay. I still got it. I'm still <laughs> I'm still clever. Like...
1: Yeah, I, again, I know nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy team. No. I, I'm not going to, co- we're not going to be doing fantasy uh, analysis on this show in Absolutely the coming not. weeks. But I um, I had that draft at seven and then immediately after I had another draft at nine. So I was a little bit happy that you were auto-drafting because it went so much faster. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, thank you for your service. Yep. And my league after that is 16 teams. Oh, so I'm just like, God. okay, first of all, it's dragging on. But then you're just picking up scrubs. Oh, you yeah. know, about halfway through, you know, these people are never going to they might see the field a little bit if somebody gets injured. And it's just it's down from 20 people last year. 20 people was ridiculous.
0: That's it. it should be like no more than 12. 12 is like right. the perfect number.
1: And these are like hardcore like fantasy dudes. So I think they really get off on the trades and they really oh, want to be yeah. like the the one who discovered the best sleeper and all of that. So, you know, I play because I get invited to, but last year I auto drafted on that and I did so well until like halfway through. Yeah. And they were everyone's like I can't believe you auto drafted. <laughs> like and you're this good. But so that was a huge difference. My eyes are bleeding from the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. But, hey. yeah, I mean, so it should be, should be good. And then, of course, we still have the Survivor Pool going on. Make sure you sign up before Sunday. Um, link in bio, runyourpool.com. We got quite a bit of people, but I'd still like a few more. Let's um, go. Get those prizes up. Survivor League, I don't know if you've made your pick yet. No, in I general, gotta do it. I'm ner- I don't know what to pick. <sighs> I feel like any of the matchups are, you know... Um, but yeah I don't know who to pick I'm, I'm stressed about it anybody has any advice send let it, me know send well, it our no, way. because then I'll blame whoever yes. it is I gotta come to this decision on my own but flip a coin right flip a coin but anyway what else is going on
0: we've got the tailgate this weekend finally yes I know it's well okay so our first game is on September 11th and if Oh, God. You know, I know. So last year when we were in Cincinnati, it, the game was on September 12th and they did a huge thing about September 11th. There was a flyover. Oh. No, because we flew on September 11th oh, to Cincinnati. You're right, you're right. And, then, um, and then we came home on the 13th. So the game was on the 12th. So I'm sitting there watching this September 11th like memorial thing sobbing like and our friend Nick who is not an emotional person but she's very loving she'll never admit it and she's like patting me on the back and she's like there there it's okay so I'm really concerned about the memorial uh, my emotions like I don't like crying in public I'm not a pretty crier it's not a good look for me and I know I'm just going to absolutely sob when they bring the flag out on the field and they and they honor the soldiers so that's that's where my anxiety is, because I'm like, I'm going to sob in public, and it's not going to be... You're deep. not... And you're on your home turf crying, so oh, yeah. you
1: have the anonymity in Cincinnati. Oh,
0: no. Some group <laughs> is going to see me and be like, uh um, Someone's going to record you. <laughs> I, that bitch from Twitter was sobbing at the Vikings
1: game, and the game hadn't even started. Well, just bring the eye patches, and you can leave them in well, the cooler.
0: That's that's a good so point. So, after the game, pop those on with your sunglasses. Okay, so... I as you guys know, I wear my eye patches every morning and I've been wearing them in to record. And a couple of weeks ago I was wearing them and Ben Lieber was finishing his podcast. We came in and he kind of looked at me and he's, and I was like, they're for eye puffiness. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm like, you wouldn't understand men look good all the time. So then today he comes in and he and I'm wearing my eye patches and he goes, you're still wearing those. And I, or you're wearing those again. I was like, Ben, you have to wear them every day. And he just shakes his head at me. And I'm like, I, I do it it's a thing I like it it cools yeah. my eyes like I need it let me live okay yeah I need my eye patches they're exactly. my they're my emotional support eye patches
1: yeah for real uh so we should we stay with NFL for yeah, now? let's I mean let's okay so let's, uh, um
0: dive into how, this Vikings game
1: how are you feeling about the game? So, like what are your thoughts about the actual game not our game day experience
0: necessarily um I'm I'm really nervous, honestly. Um, I'm very excited to see Zadarius Smith and and Danielle Hunter on the field together. Same. Um, everyone knows I'm all about defense, so I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah. I'm always. It's we're playing the Packers. I'm always nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to the Vikings-Packer game last year, and they won. And so I'm like, do I not go this year? Because mm-hmm. what if I'm the problem? <laughs> well, yeah. well, I mean, I am yeah. the problem in a lot of situations, but maybe specifically in this situation, I might be the problem. Because also, well, I mean we've co- only been to one loss. At, there's only been one
1: loss for the Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium, correct? That was 20. That was 2019, I believe. I mean, they lost in 2020, but we weren't there. Yeah. So and then 2019. They did lose to the Packers. But other, so we've only witnessed one loss at US Bank Stadium.
0: Okay, so maybe I'm not the problem because I've been to all those other games. Right. You can't. You got to play the odds here. Okay, so maybe I need to be there and not just tailgate. I don't know. I'm stressed. I don't like paying a ton of money mm-hmm. to watch my team lose. No. And it, that really bothers me. And I know that sounds so stupid because this is my hobby and this is what I invest in. I but it's should a lot of money. Some, it We're is. We're not when it's two hundred dollars just to get in the door. Yeah, you know it, that really. I think last year, just see them play the Lions. I paid fifty dollars yes. and I was in the end zone in the eighth row. Like, right. it's it's so infuriating. One to play these idiots because I hate the Packers, and then two, and then when you, their fans are everywhere mm-hmm. and they're just, I mean, I've gotten screamed at in my own stadium. By really? Packer fans. the Yeah, I went to the game that um, Anthony Barr oh. sacked Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. This was before that happened. And these Packer fans are screaming at me. I'm like, this is my home turf. Right, I would never act like that. Never. At an away stadium. I wouldn't. No. Like, so
1: I just. And Minnesota Packer fans, especially ones that are born here. And, I mean, they are the most infuriating because When you go to Lambeau, those fans are so nice to me. Mm -hmm. They are so welcoming. Hey, come over to our tailgate, get some food, have a drink. No one is aggressive there. The only time somebody ever has been, I've been at least four or five times now. Anytime someone has been aggressive to me, it was a night game. Um, It was in 2017 when there was the um, shutout. When um, Rodgers was out, Huntley was in for them. It was a sunday night game i believe like right oh. before christmas 23rd oh. or something
0: yeah is that yeah yeah it was christmas eve eve is yes it, yep that's saturday
1: that game one chick was just wasted and walked across the bleachers and got in my face and was like
0: oh your
1: team's gonna lose in the playoffs anyways like they always do ha 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 and she yeah. was like aggressive but she was tanked she was yeah. housed and it was a night game and so they've been drinking all day and it's freezing so it's like, whatever, big deal. But no one has ever been rude to me there at Same. all. And here, I feel like I can't return the favor because they're so chirpy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and obviously we hate them so much more than they hate us. I don't even yeah. know if they hate us. Really. I don't think. A lot of them say that they don't. They hate the bears more the bears and more, all yeah. of that. But it's it's frustrating. And to spend $200 just to get in the door and then to deal with that really brings the mood
0: down. Yeah, well, yeah. So what I read yesterday about the Packers, um, David Bakhtiari is on track to play on Sunday. Okay, so that's not great for us. <laughs> right. um, don't love that. The Packers overall, they finished one and two in the preseason. They beat the Saints and then lost to Kansas City and the Forty Nineers. But I can't look at that and be like, well, they're going to be terrible because we lost every game in the preseason. Like, I don't think... No, it, it doesn't mean anything. No.
1: And I feel like it, and historically, uh, this has been a long time, but years that the Vikings were shut out in the preseason, they um, swept in the preseason, they had pretty good season.
0: Yeah. It doesn't mean shit, especially when no one's relevant played in our preseason at all. What I did find that was interesting to me is that how the Packers' defense just totally shit the bed in the last seven games of their season. Um, They were allowing 28 points per game on average. They ranked 24th in total defense, 22nd on third down defense, and then 28th in yards allowed per carry and last in touchdown passes. Really? I didn't realize they were that bad. Yeah, so they really fell apart in the last half of the season. Obviously, I mean, they've had eight months to work out the kinks and figure their shit out. Right.
1: And, and I think they're mu- they're improved. Their roster yeah. has improved. And their coach, um, their defensive
0: coach is supposedly really good. So. And they're going into the season as healthy as they're going to be. So it's, you know, it's they're not trailing off. They're going in full steam ahead. But gave me like, a little hope. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, Delvin really could run all over this defense. Well, and they that.
1: started so slow last year. Mm-hmm. If you remember when we were in Cincinnati, they were playing the Saints. Yeah. And they looked terrible. And they didn't look good, like, the first month or so. So they could have a slow start again. You don't know. But the the thing is, we don't know. We don't even know Aaron Rodgers anymore. No. Because he's had his... Uh, he got
0: that tattoo. He's doing ayahuasca. Well, the ayahuasca, supposedly,
1: it just, like, changes you, right? For permanently, is what I've heard about it. I did Bobby Boucher's podcast recently, and he gave me uh, a deep dive educational a lot of education on these uh is it considered a psychedelic yeah um on these things and how they change you permanently and I'm like well I'm not trying that because what if it
0: changes me for the worse well I you don't know? know if I can get any worse but I guess I don't really want to put well, that at least out the I universe. know how to
1: deal with this version of me right
0: like <laughs> for the most
1: part yeah. I know what I'm what I'm working with and I know yeah. for the most part like you know, for what for the struggles that I have and the personality defects that I have, I've kind of gotten to know them for the most part by now. Yeah. If I have a whole new perspective on life, I don't know how to handle that. No. I'm not going to be, even if it changed for the better, I'm not going to be perfect. So how am I going to know how to deal with all of these, these things?
0: You might be I have
1: to relearn myself, get to know myself from the ground up at almost 36 years old. Who has the time That's for a that? lot to take it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I better get started sooner than later so I can maybe finally know myself. You know, it took me 35 years to even know myself this well. So that was, it scares me. So we don't know him anymore. So I I, I don't That's know true. what to expect. The thing is, of course, anytime it's the first game of the year, you don't really know what to expect in general. But this year with the Vikings, you really don't know what to expect. Cause it's a new coach, a lot of new philosophies. And I just, I, a new defensive scheme, I don't know what to think about them. And I feel just so nervous because we can't just get a normal home opener, or a normal opener in general. It has to be against the Packers. And it, if it's not good, it could really set the tone and pe- going forward. People might
0: turn on Kevin O'Connell right away. I don't think the guys will. I don't think I think I know US I don't fans, think the fans will. I don't think the team will. I don't think
1: they'll turn on him necessarily, but I think they're gonna be like, Oh, this team isn't what we thought they were or you know, Story there's alive. The, yeah, there's gonna be a huge overreaction, you know, and that's would happen regardless. But you know, you it kinda just screws you over for later in the season when you don't come out and win against the Packers to start. Well, yeah, that sets you back two games already. Yeah. So, And then you play them at the end of the season in Lambeau, which is never going to be easy conditions to win in. No. so you've really it's so much more important than just winning your first game. Unfortunately, yeah. you don't want it to be. But
0: well, going back to, you know, starting new with Kevin O'Connell, I was reading the Daily Norseman yesterday and they asked uh, football outsiders what they think about Kevin O'Connell. And they said, I think O'Connell can be good, especially if he takes any of what he learned with Cooper Cup and applies it to Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. But it goes beyond him. I think the Mike Zimmer era had just gotten stale towards the end, be that years of middling success or a quarterback feud or whatever. So any bounce they receive, I think it has to more, more to do with rebounding off the staleness of Zimmer's run, not necessarily O'Connell being a spark. O'Connell just has to be competent and friendly for that bounce to happen, which I I agree with because I, I mean everything was so miserable the last at least year with mm-hmm. the Zimmer era and I read another article and it was talking about how like Zimmer was so miserable and people like no one was talking in um yeah at TCO and like everyone just the energy yeah they felt like they couldn't be themselves and they couldn't just play football because there's a dark cloud over them and so I think this hopefully will lighten things up and they can go into the season not you know fearing for their lives
1: yeah and some people that doesn't really affect right but if you're a person like me I can sense when an energy is off immediately, same, and it eats away at at me, and I don't even mean in a professional setting in whatever you can just like when someone is ter- treating me very coldly, it is just like it fucks with my head so bad, yeah, especially if you're like, you can't get to the bottom of why it is. So of course, I see how that um can affect people. And I when I say that, you know, it's gonna um really set a tone. I don't think I think with this regime at least if they did lose it's not going to be the same miserable week leading into the next game. It is going to be more positive uh, and yeah. uplifting obviously. So compared to to a Zimmer loss and especially because Zimmer usually his defense has played pretty well against Aaron Rodgers, he really took a lot of pride in having yeah. an answer for Aaron Rodgers um often. So but I got to say and I don't necessarily mean with this quote because this is a little bit different than the things that have been out there but it seems like the zimmer slander never fucking ends
0: yeah it
1: is still there was a new story that came out earlier this week or end of last week talking more about the culture and how he was treating guys in the facilities and it's like okay like we get it we got this when when did he get fired january we got this like four months ago yeah. and to keep Kicking the tires on Zimmer was so bad. Zimmer, 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 Zimmer. It's like,
0: okay. At some point, we have to let it go. We
1: have to let it go, and we get it. We get it. They're doing more interviews with guys, and just, this isn't a story anymore. Why? We don't need this hanging over. Like,
0: we're starting we the don't season. Need, we don't need a Zimmer hangover.
1: No, we're starting the season. Let's. You guys want to write all these stories about the culture and this and that. Well, why are you continuing with these negative-ass stories that aren't relevant anymore? Yeah, the guys aren't sitting around being like at this point being like, "Wow, so much different than Zimmer. Oh my god!"
0: They're just there to do their fucking job now, they're right? Just like they, they they're they, you know. It probably at this point, was, it probably was culture shock initially, but now it's just like this is this the, is their everyday normal yeah. now. You know, like let it go. Let, yeah, it's, stop being a dead horse. Um, Um,
1: But speaking of of cultures, this Darius had some comments.
0: Well, yeah. So he said that he signed with the Vikings so that he specifically could play the Packers twice a year. Thank you for not playing for the Bears or the Lions. We appreciate you. (laughs) And he said, and I quote, I was treated bad. And then he said when he was recovering from surgery last year, no one around the Packers practice facility like said hi to him, asked him how he was doing, how his recovery was going. and he said it just totally rubbed him the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder for sure. Mm-hmm. To It's one thing to feel that way and be like, this is why I signed with Vikings and know that internally, but to voice that mm-hmm. and know, I mean. And I guess LaFleur was asked about it and said, we have different
1: perspectives on the situation, which I don't expect him to go all out like, and be like, because he yeah, probably didn't even know. Yeah. Because he probably was... Had other things going on you know and i doubt that zadarius was like hey man my feelings are really bugs me now that (laughs) now that i'm injured everyone's giving me a cold shoulder and treating me like shit but i do think it's funny how a lot not everybody but a lot of people when brian o'neill came out and said very similar things about zimmer that Mm -hmm. no he doesn't get said hi to in the hallway and this and that everyone rips him for being a pussy yeah and who cares if someone says hi to you in the hallway and then Zedaria says something very similar, and everyone's like, "Oh man, that sounds oh, awful." I'm fired up. This is oh yeah, fuck <laughs> them. A more material. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, and it's like I don't know the hypocrisy. I'm sure every fan base is like this.
0: Oh yeah, but all... the
1: hypocrisy of Vikings fans sometimes I'm just like, come on. But I I I mean I agree that that fucking sucks, and good for him. I'm so excited to see how him and Daniil play together. That's mm-hmm. what I'm most excited for, as you said. The de- defense also gets re-
0: me really fired up. I love it, and um, I just want to see Aaron Rodgers sacked at least twice tomorrow on Sunday. Oh yeah, absolutely! Like get his ass on the ground. He doesn't need to get hurt. I don't want anyone. I never want anyone no. to be hurt ever. Mm-hmm. I will never put that energy out into the world. I wish everyone a healthy and happy season. Yes. I just want his ass on the ground. Yeah. I don't. I want him to be frustrated. I want hands in his face. I want him to feel the full wrath of this vikings defense 100 agree so yeah it'll be a lot
1: so what are you thinking right now as far as a prediction do you think they're
0: gonna win or lose i go back i don't and, need a score but. i go back and forth the rube and meet like the purple kool-aid drinking rube is like we're gonna win we're gonna crush him where it's and it, the closer it gets the more i feel that way yeah like two weeks ago i was like no no chance but, and every day i'm like Oh yeah, but then like the realist in me is like, uh, you kind of need to mentally prepare yourself to lose, right? And I and I don't like that about myself. I wish I could just be like positive, good vibes going into it. But it's like football. <laughs> this is so stupid. But like sports are the only thing that I can't control. Could I? Well, yeah, I can't control, but I can't put full positive energy into it like everything Mm. in my life I can put like positive vibes and a great mindset but it's like sports especially I don't know if it's being a Minnesota fan or if it's just sports in general I cannot go a hundred percent
1: positive no hesitation yeah yeah
0: I have to like sit back and be like "Eh." because then I think about those Wolves playoff games where we, you know, had a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter, and then we lost by, like, 20 points. Yeah. It's just, like, I, my mind, I Well, I think- for me, yes, I agree.
1: For me, it just hurts me so much worse when I am 100%. You know, I'm, people are like, oh, you're so negative, or, um, you know, they're homers always believe it and I I admire that to a point but for me when I'm not realistic about it it hurts me so much worse oh yeah when the when it's so so it's an emotional hill to get over um and so I'd rather just look at it objectively as much as I can yeah it's not a negative I mean I'm feeling like when I say it because I don't necessarily think they're gonna win either Because I think it also has so much to do with we don't know what to expect. No,
0: we have. This is what it's been eight years of kind of the same shit. And so so now it's like, okay, this is new. Yeah. And
1: so it's I don't want to how how on earth I couldn't wrap my mind around taking the Homer approach when I have no clue what I'm what I'm going to see. But I just feel like it's a tough first game. For everybody involved, you know, so I if I had to guess, I I don't necessarily think they're going to win. I don't think I owe a full apology segment next week if I'm incorrect, just because, like I said, we're going in kind of blind to this. I just don't have a great feeling about it. No, oh, I get that. Totally. Um, totally get that. So, you know, I, I hope that they more than pretty much any time other than the opening of U.S. Bank Stadium in uh, 2016 when they play them. I really hope that they don't more than ever because, like I said, it just sets such a, a tone for the it, for the season. And it, I want to keep the positivity around here in, in town just
0: up as is, long as we can. This is such a football. I mean, you you go back to the NFC Championship in 2017, 2017 2018. Like, there's billboards and everyone's so excited. And it's like everyone's talking about the— the Vikings. The Scolgers and, are in yeah. the Instagram ads and he, Facebook ads, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, I I want that so badly for this town. This town deserves it. This state deserves it. But, yeah, I just, I have to be, I, so I can't fully commit my heart to being 100% positive. And, yeah. But it just leaves such a bad taste in your mouth when they lose. And I hate that the outcome of a game upsets me so much okay. that that my uh, i'm either the highest of highs mm-hmm. or the lowest of lows there is no middle ground for me it's never like nah. it's mm-hmm. one or one extreme or the other and i i know that's probably one of my worst well, well i mean i've gotten i used to be the
1: i mean crazy um about it like i would let it ruin everything and i would get so angry but now i've really gotten away from that. I feel like I'm really proud of myself honestly that I like I remember walking out of the Chiefs game in uh what was that 2019? Yeah. And just pissed. I was cussing. I got in an argument with Josh. I was just being such a dick to everyone and it's like that made me I really took a step back and I'm like, look. You're here with all of your friends. You know, you only know these people because of the Vikings and you have all of these great connections, all of these friendships that you always wanted and we're all together you've got so many other great opportunities from this you know whether it's the podcast or what you know getting just i've had so many it's brought so much to my life yeah that i i feel like i just try to tell myself that and i want to go back to the car and even if it's a tough loss i want us to all just kind of share that yeah we all have we all feel the kind of the same way but not let it ruin our time together and I like going back to the car and just being like, you know what, guys, that really fucking sucked, but we're still going to play our music. We're still going to we're still together. Yeah, we had fun together. Right. And at the end of the day, we have no we don't con- we have no control over it. Right. Like us yeah. being there has nothing to do with the outcome. So why get so upset about it when, you know, it's just out of your control. So I've I've tried to really just be like that, like, all right, that fucking sucked. But at least I get to go back to the car. And at least I get to see my friends and be with the people I love. And we're all feeling the same fucking way right now. Yeah. So let's just. We're all in the same
0: boat. We're all in the same Viking ship. So... Yeah. So that's how. The one ship. I
1: encourage you to try to think that way as well because it it just,
0: yeah. you know, fuck it. Let's, you know, anyways. But um, the one ship I wish the Vikings had was a championship. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, okay. I'm, yeah.
1: Same. I'm putting that out of the, the Same.
0: Okay, one thing that did get me excited because I brought this up last week on the podcast was because David Blau had got cut, gotten Mm -hmm. cut from the Lions, Vikings signed him to the practice squad. And I loved it. And watching Hard Knocks, I watched it last night, and Dan Campbell was like, shit, I really wanted to keep him on our practice squad. But Vikings picked him up. Now he's one of us. And um, I read that he said before he was signing with anyone, he called Matthew Stafford and because they had been teammates in Detroit and obviously Matthew Stafford played for Kevin O'Connell when they won the Super Bowl. And he was like, what do you think? Like, what do you think of O'Connell? And Matthew only had good things to say. And so David Blau was like, it was a very easy decision to make to go to the Vikings. So I was like. And yes. they showed him at TCO. Yes, that was so cool. That was so cool. I know. I really,
1: I really like that. And it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. So, I was yeah. like, how do they get a cameraman there so quickly? I know. I know. <laughs> like, Me that's... too. I just literally was thinking that. I'm like, do they hop in their car yeah. and drive?
0: <laughs> I was like, how do... <laughs> I was like, what? They... That was a weak turnaround. Right. Like, that's so impressive.
1: I know. I loved it. But, um, okay. Well, should we wrap it up on the bikes? I mean. Yeah. Uh, there's just, you know, how do you. We could
0: talk it to death.
1: We can we right. can uh, talk to death, and we're just going to be circling the wagon with yeah. the same old shit, because as we said, we don't,
0: know we don't know what to expect. So we're we're hoping for a win. Yep. We're high aspirations, low expectations. Is that that's how I live my life? Yeah, yeah. high aspirations. Looks they don't call me Haley for nothing. <laughs> but all
1: right. Well, you want to um, tap into the Gophers, or yeah. what? Should we? Yeah. Make so it?
0: we're yeah we're sticking with Toy Department first. We need to say because I don't want to forget this, how fun Nadine's tailgate was. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Nadine is a fantastic hostess. Mm -hmm. She and her tailgate husband really do an amazing job. Um, 7th Avenue Pizza, Gray Duck, Uda Pills, incredible sponsors. Right. So wonderful. Um, There was more than enough food and booze that you could ever want. Um, So, yeah. I just
1: love the people there. There were so many people who talked to us and said they listened to the podcast and mm-hmm. had so much nice stuff to say. And it's still always a little
0: surprising when people do that. I know, but I had, a, so when I, I was working at my family store this last weekend and literally my first customer on Saturday morning goes, you're Haley and you do stuff with the power chip, right? And I was like, yep. And he goes, I follow you on Twitter. And I was like, I'm sorry. And that's always my first thought is to apologize when someone's like, "I I listen to your podcast. I follow you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you apologizing? Say thank you, dummy. Like I'm so embarrassed for being myself, but I'm like, oh, that's who I am. But no, it's it's very shocking when people are like, oh. especially
1: when you're not
0: around here. No, yeah, I was in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin, right, and I looked like shit, and I'm like, oh, I hate that you just recognized me right now. It's so embarrassing. Well, I don't know. So, I think it's
1: pretty cool that the, I mean, it's
0: it yeah. was cool, and it. it you know, it's always nice to be acknowledged. I guess, Usually, right? And it's hopefully for good better. things, not for bad things. And it's always better when they say that in person rather
1: than later being like, "Hey, saw you at the saw you at the store." Yeah, you, handed, you know, and um, was too embarrassed to tell you or too shy to tell you, and then it's like
0: you rack your brain, like, "Well, who? Oh shit, who was is I nice this? to them? Who? What did I look like? Did I make yeah. a funny face when they ordered They couldn't right. do their coffee order <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm like, oh." you know, was I sucking in when I yeah. saw this person? Like that's, and it's, and then Had yeah. I spilled on my shirt. Yet? Yeah. Yeah. exactly. I'd rather somebody just be like, Hey, and I'm like, you know, Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. What's your name? I know. I'll follow you
0: on Twitter too. You know, so. I need to be better about that. But, um, obviously the highlight of the tailgate was Ryan telling me to take care when we were leaving. <laughs> I was like, Ryan is the best listener, uh, Ryan and his dog Peyton, who obviously I'm obsessed with. And I, such an idiot. When we got to the tailgate on Thursday, the first thing I do is see Peyton and I'm, you know, I see a dog and I'm like, oh, I love you. And I start petting him and I'm like, oh wait, I'm not supposed to pet He's a dog. service animal. Yeah. I'm like dummy. And it literally says, please do not touch me. <laughs> like, but no, Ryan is so funny. I talked to him for a long time. And when he, when we were walking away and he goes, Hey Haley, take care. I was like, He gets the bit. He gets it.
1: I mean, I obviously always knew Ryan was a great guy, but that's the most I've, you know, talked to him. Yeah, because usually we just see him in passing and stuff. Yeah. Holy shit. So fucking funny. Mm -hmm. So I can't even think of all the things that he said. I remember he started it off with saying that he just started taking some classes at St. Paul College. He's like, I'm, I'm still looking for the Sal Spice wing yes! of St. Paul College. He told me he was looking for the statue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that, and I'm just like, that's so fucking funny. I don't even know yeah. how, when I've mentioned I went to St. Paul College. I probably mentioned it once. Yeah. And it was just, it was, so, he's the funniest guy. So. And um, he's the Peloton King as well. So love it. I know. I said to Haley in the hall, I'm like, nice of him to use our referral code. I could have used the 200 bucks in free t- Peloton. No King. kidding. So if anyone gets a Peloton, please, you know, let me know so I can give you a code. Always yeah. need more gear. Um, I felt so bad. Peyton is just the most beautiful golden retriever. Oh my gosh! And you know I have not great balance, even when I'm not drinking. I just am not. I don't know what my well. I do know what my deal is now that I've had um some X-rays on my feet. My bones are all fucked up. So it's not necessarily just that I'm a klutz. I am, but there's a at least a structural reason for it a little bit. And I stepped on Peyton's tail so many times. Oh no because he's such a good boy and he's just laying there yeah and i still feel so bad about it like i'm gonna get arrested for animal cruelty probably now that i'm saying this on oh god a downloadable and podcast uh, <laughs> podcastable <laughs> media source where it can be recorded like i'm gonna get canceled from fostering because oh god but oh my i just feel i feel terrible but yeah great time at the tailgate and so nice to see everyone come out for charity and nadine said that they made um Just uh, shy of what they made for the Wisconsin game last year. Oh my gosh! Amazing. That's incredible. Because there was obviously so much more people there. Oh yeah,
0: it didn't really feel like there was a ton of people there. It was like kind of people were going through, and not everyone Mm -hmm. stayed the whole time like we did. But yeah, um, it was great, and it was also great because the Gophers did win. They covered the spread, thirty-eight to zero over New Mexico State. The defense held the quarterbacks to fifty-three yards. An interception, and then um, they only gave up 38 yards on the ground. It was the first home shutout since the bank opened in 2009, which is really kind of incredible. Yeah. They had that one last year on the road against Colorado, but have never had one at home. Tanner didn't have to do much. He was 13 of 19 and 174 yards and ran in two touchdowns. It was pretty much the Mo Show. Um, he had 132 yards, averaged 6.2 yards per carry, which is, I mean, he ran all over that team. Um, yeah, it was there was ten different receivers, which with at least one catch. So when Tanner was throwing, he was kind of spreading the love around. Um, the I guess they did bury the lead. Jerry Kill and P.J. Fleck did shake hands before and after the game. I was going to, you know, I was going to bring it up. And I'm like,
1: Jerry Kill, for talking all that shit, you really got it out of the way early. Yeah.
0: So much good for him. Yeah. I I think it it came out that he was kind of talking. He's like, you know, I was really upset that, that the golfers fired my best friend and then P.J. comes in and takes this job and is like, we have to change everything up. And so he was still heated about that even though it had been you know five years whatever right so and he's not new around here he knows you always change it up yeah there's a new coach but yeah yeah. so it sounds like he's maybe kind of letting that go which is great um the gophers play again on saturday at 11 a.m bright and early kickoff god i hate 11 a.m kickoffs but i'm here for it yeah um they're playing Western Illinois, which is an FCS school. Um, I think I just said Illinois. You did. <laughs> but did. whatever.
1: Illinois. You know, we make up our own pronunciations around here. We, Welcome, we to <laughs> Welcome to
0: the club. Polaris.
1: Welcome to the club. It's, you um, know, do, do your thing. Um, so, Speaking of, not to get political, but Scott Jensen, you know, I watched his ad. I've never heard someone pronounce the word divisive. Divisive. What? In his new ad with the baby, he's like... I don't remember the exact, but in context, it was basically like, we're more divisive than ever and we need to come together. And I'm like, huh? So I was so freaked out. I'm like, I've been saying it wrong the entire time. (laughs) So I go to Google and I even play the pronunciation. I know. I play the pronunciation like three times. I'm like, please, I don't want to be pronouncing another fucking thing wrong. Oh God. Obviously, it just got in my head, but uh, I'm like, divisive? I guess that's how they say it in England. At least that's what I saw in a tweet. I don't know if it's true. I'll
0: have to ask my good friend Andy. Way to identify with your base, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Um, So, Western Illinois, the uh, Leathernecks lost to Tennessee Martin. Leathernecks. I know. 42 to 25 last week. They gave up 577 yards of offense. I know. Um, they're not much better on offense. Their fifth-year senior starting quarterback, Olgala, was pulled at the start of the second half after going three and out. He finished 12 of 19, 105 yards, one, of interception, one interception, one touchdown, and one sack. So he was not impressive. Uh, junior quarterback Nick Davenport took over. He did leave... The necks on uh, three scoring drives. He's much more mobile than Olgala. So if he does play on Saturday, Gophers are going to have to watch out for that because uh, he ended up actually leading them in, um, in rushes as well as being the quarterback. So, yeah. PSA, as an esthetician, I got to step in here. Yeah. Everyone
1: needs to know, first of all, don't forget to put sunscreen on your neck, especially oh. <laughs> the back of the neck, because reading this. That's all I'm thinking about um, okay. is somebody who did not did not do that and has a wrinkly ass neck in the back. And obviously, it seems like from this analysis here, the leather necks are not successful anyway. No. So if you're going to go for a look, you can't even say that that's why. So please put sunscreen on the back of your neck, especially men with no hair. And all women, please take the skincare down the neck.
0: Oh, yeah. Take you the got skincare into do the down decolletage. The neck. You
1: got, yes, you got to do the decollete. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, no, having you're having a bad a, day. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. You have to take it down the neck because nobody wants like a youthful. I mean, you really show your age with your neck. So FYI. And your hands. And your hands, yes. Even if you are too lazy to fucking put sunscreen on every day, put it on your hands, especially if you're driving. Oh. Because I mean you can just use your facial sunscreen, you know, so it's moisturizing, but you will get you know, your left hand aging so much faster than your right.
0: Oh, that's because makes sense. of the
1: sun. And same with your face, but PSA. Well, thank you for uh for <laughs> That's what I have to contribute to the this. gophers game analysis. Put your fucking sunscreen on your neck.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean it's eleven AM kick and it's supposed to be like seventy five and sunny on Saturday, so we'll uh we'll see. Are you gonna go?
1: Yes. Um Speaking of, though, one last thing about the hands. I just thought of this. So Madonna, yeah, her Instagram, she's been, she facetunes the shit out of it. So she looks like a 20-year-old woman or something. Okay. But she doesn't facetune the hands. Oh. I've seen it posted. I obviously don't follow Madonna on Instagram. But I kept seeing people posting it on Reddit.
0: Yeah. Not so, good. yeah,
1: that's that's what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll repost it. So
0: take care of your skin so no one calls you a leatherneck. is <laughs> basically what we're saying. Right. Um. So the Gophers' game plan against the Leathernecks will be similar to their game plan against the Aggies. Tanner will occasionally have to air it out, but he's not going to have to do much other than pat handle or excuse me, hand the ball to Mo and Trey Potts. Um, so yeah, it it would be nice if he would air it out a little bit more this game because in the third week we're playing Colorado. They're we did beat them like thirty three to zero last year, but they're a better team than these two teams were playing in the first two weeks. So Gophers just need to make sure they're taking care of the ball so we don't have a Bowling Green upset like we did last year. No, definitely want to avoid that. Um, and so Saturday's game against Western Illinois is the Mental Health Awareness Game. So the Gophers have been talking about that this week. Um, they have a partnership with the foundation I'm Changing the Narrative. Um, and that's also a book by author Rachel Joy Barrabo. Her mission is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others and to serve as an inspiration to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion, and platform. So the Gophers are going to be wearing um, little ribbons, green ribbons on their helmet to to promote that, which is very cool that they are making such a big deal about that. Especially, I feel like in the last six months, we've lost so many college athletes across the country to suicide either like former college athletes or people who are currently I mean there was like a cross-country runner in Wisconsin who was like one of the best in the country and she committed suicide and so it's I think really taking a step back and and realizing that it's more than just a game it's more than a sport it's you need to take care of yourself and really look out for the people in your life as well so that was um something that I thought that was very cool
1: Uh, and um I obviously completely agree because you and I both have had been through this stuff. I mean, also, I mean, not only athletes, but there was a news anchor. And mm-hmm. was it Wisconsin
0: who recently yeah. just committed suicide? And, she was like 27 or 28.
1: Yeah. And uh, from the outside, she looked like she had, you know, such a great life. There was um the uh, Miss USA yeah. that committed suicide in New, um, York. New York. Oh, yeah. I don't remember when that was. It was in the spring, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it, it, these people, as awful as it is that this is happening, I feel like when you see people like that that are successful college athletes, beauty queens, news anchors, and, news anchors, yeah. and you see that, it's like holy shit. You know what would these people have to be sad about? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think that it's becoming better the culture, obviously, and and things like
0: this help. It things. It, it, I think PJ's biggest thing was that he said it's okay to not be okay and I I don't think you can hear that enough. I think it's because we hold ourselves to these ridiculous standards and sometimes just someone telling you like you know what you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to pretend that you're totally fine. You can let yourself feel your feelings, which I'm not good at. I'm a I'm a bottler. I think I've gotten a little better in the last few years, like with therapy and stuff that I've gone through. But I know I needed people to tell me, like, you don't have to be strong yeah, just to all acknowledge the time. It, yeah. you, can, you can acknowledge your feelings and you don't have to just bury it. One of the most powerful things ever was like the first time I went to therapy and I was telling her kind of my therapist what was going on in my life. And she kind of looked at me and she's like, that's a lot like to just have someone acknowledge that what you've gone through Mm -hmm. and you're not being like, am I just being dramatic? Is this maybe not that big of a deal, but to have someone say to you, like just that acknowledgement is, is really powerful and really does mean a lot. I mean, the first time I went to therapy was in 2013 and I still think about that therapist telling me like, that's a lot for one person. So.
1: Yeah. And, um, you do this a lot. You don't do this as much anymore and I know everyone does, this, this is why I bring this up, something that you used to do a lot that was hard for me to hear was you would always compare yourself to somebody who's going through something worse. Yeah. You would always say, like, what do I have to be upset about? You know, our friend's parent has is passing away from cancer, or what do I have to be upset about, you know, this person, I'm making up, so this didn't really happen, but this person lost their house to a fire. What do I have to be upset about? Yeah. You used to do that a lot, and I know a lot of people do that, and it doesn't, you know, diminish what you're going through necessarily because someone has a quote unquote worse
0: yeah
1: um I know a lot of people deal with that so
0: well I did that I did that on Sunday so because I was seeing a family friend who had been in a really bad accident in the summer and she was like it was the first time I had seen her since this happened and um she's doing amazing which is such a blessing and I'm so grateful for the care she's received and I'm I'm so glad she's doing so much better. But she said to me, She's like, I don't know how you've done this, like recovering from stuff so many times. And I'm like, Well it, it, I'm like it's, no, not the same. it's not the same. I'm like no one's struggle is better or worse or easier or harder. It's like everyone has their own thing. Like I just because I've been through it more doesn't mean it's more important or a bigger deal. And I'm like right. So I'm sorry. Well, I did no, no. <laughs> but it's hard to it's shut that in
1: nature. I think it is too, because, like you said, we don't give ourselves a lot of grace. No. So you look don't. at what someone else is going through, especially if you're a person who's went through stuff, and you can emphasize with how tough it is. You're just like, oh my gosh, I feel I feel for that person so much because even because you have the commonality also. But then it's like, but mine wasn't that bad. You know? Yeah. And I just think it's it's normal, but.
0: It is. And it, I mean, sometimes it also keeps me in check, too, to be like, right now you're in a good place physically. So it's like you need to still you need to appreciate that. Yeah. So that's a little bit of what I do
1: for sure. Yeah. Um, I um, I don't know. I'm having a weird mental health like few weeks. I don't feel necessarily bad or anything, but like I have just had like a really bad body image few weeks okay. and it's frustrating because I haven't really felt that in a while um, and I don't really know how to get past it but I um, have worked out this past year more than I've ever worked out in my life I'm more physically fit than I've ever been in my life but I try on all my clothes you know specifically like the Viking season clothes and they fit worse and I'm just like okay so <laughs> and I, I've said before like working out for me in the past year and a half or whatever isn't about losing weight it's about being strong and feeling good about yourself but i don't feel good about myself right now when i look in the mirror in these clothes that i like and of course because the season's coming up everyone's exchanging pictures yeah in the past and i'm looking at it and i'm like okay um i don't even look like that right now in this same outfit and so i'm really like just stressed not stressed i'm sad about it because now i am going to be seeing so many people that I haven't seen and um, or seeing a lot of people for the first time and I'm like holy shit like I don't even look like these pictures and I know it's probably not as bad as I'm making it sound to anyone else but to me it's like especially my face I've taken any like selfies I've taken the past month or two my face is so much bigger than it was even than it was in these pictures last year and I'm just like Holy fuck, I don't even like what I look like at all right now, even in my face, which even when I've been really big, I've always liked my face. Like, that's my moneymaker. So I'm just like, I'm just talking about it on here because I know we've talked a lot about body image and feeling confident and stuff like that in the past. And I am just fucking going through it. And I'm almost like, well, what did I even spend all this time and energy working out the past year if I'm just going to look worse? (laughs) Um and I know that's not the right attitude to have, but I did not work out the entire week. I caught my 90-week Peloton workout by, like, the skin of my fucking teeth. Really? And it's—I just didn't—I I had been keeping busy. Like, I'm i am redecorating my house. I'm rearranging stuff. I've been—it's not like I'm just sitting around moping depressed, but I just don't have any interest in it because I'm like, what's the fucking point? And I know that that's not the right way to be. But it's not like I'm eating terribly, and so I just can't really figure it out. So then I'm in my mind like, okay, well, I guess I need to start tracking what I'm eating and, um, in the past, like, cause I've struggled but with But that's
0: my- also not great, f- great, right? I mean. No,
1: I mean, I've struggled with my weight my whole life, like I've talked about. So I've tried like every diet, you know, in the past and I've finally been out of that cycle for years now. Um. So, I mean, the thing that's only really worked well for me is like tracking what I eat, like having a food journal in my phone, my fitness pal or whatever. But I got to the point with that where I'm like, okay, it it would be great, but then if I had a night where I was going out to eat with a friend or something and mm-hmm. it was impossible to know, even though like on my fitness pal you can google like a restaurant and approximately what it was, yeah. it would make me feel so out of control then, and so I either wouldn't log it. And then that spirals because then it's like, well, I didn't log it last night. So I guess I might as well not log it today either. Or I do and then I feel extremely guilty. And then I used to in the past when it would get to like a point, like it would be like, okay, well, I just have to get rid of this. Like I can't walk around knowing that I have this 1,200 calorie meal or whatever I estimated it to be in my system. So I would have to get it out. And I... That's not something I dealt with for years or like on a level that needed like intervention or anything, but it would be just, I I never want to go back to that again. And especially if I was drinking, like if I was out, you know, having a couple of drinks at dinner, I would feel so fucking guilty about the calories in my drink and just, you know, just so, so I don't want to go back to even tracking my food, which is not an extreme way to hold yourself accountable. So I don't really know what to do right now, but, um, I don't know. Just want to talk about it.
0: Well, so. <laughs> I think it's huge that you're actually talking about it, and you're acknowledging you're acknowledging how you're feeling, and I mean, I mean, I do think that's great. Instead of holding it inside and just f- like feeling miserable, because you never know, there might be someone listening who's kind of going through the same thing, and they may have, they may be able to tell you you know what worked for them or what didn't work for them or you might even just be helping someone by talking about it and so someone else can be like oh shit I feel the same way of and course, they yeah. can't you know they can't put the words to it like you just did one thing I'm going to say is I'm really proud of you for like you said you've worked you have never worked out this much in your life you're healthy, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, and, and I know that. And yeah. I and I know you do. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, you're totally dismissing right. that by any means. But it is so hard when you want how you feel physically to match with how you look. Mm-hmm. And so when that doesn't happen and you're not seeing yourself, it always goes back to, I wish you could see yourself the way that I do. And, yeah. and I know you'll get back to that point. We just got to get you there. Yeah, and, and I mean— I'm not nearly as
1: like depressed about it as I have been in the past or anything like that. So it's not. So it is better in that respect, you know, but I think it's just, you know, I've known this for a couple of months and I'm like, okay, we have football season coming up. So you're going to be seeing a lot of people and it's tough. I don't know if people can really relate to this, but it's tough when you do have this audience online. And especially for me, it's going to sound conceited and weird, but. I do have a large male audience and I do have a lot of people that think I'm attractive and uh, thank God somebody does. You know what I mean? Like it's been a huge, it's been a huge self esteem boost. But then when you think about it, like, holy shit, I'm going to see all of these people who think these things about me. And I don't feel like I look like my pictures right now. And I don't want to be Madonna with my face tuned, you know, and my old hand. Like, and so that's an additional stress. And then it's like, It's always shitty when you try on clothes that used to fit you and they don't fit, of course.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And I was, again, I don't weigh myself because it's not good for me, but I was at least a size smaller when the summer started because I pulled all my clothes out of the basement and they all either fit really well or some of them were a little bit big. And so it's like, okay, so I somehow went wrong in the past few months and I did so it's that it's seeing a bunch of people, and then we do take so many pictures at games, and we do we post them forever. Like I just said, we post them for years, and I just don't want to look at. Like I don't want to even have it thought in my fucking mind that about, like you're oh not happy. I don't want to post
0: a Donut Club because I look fat as fuck. Like that shouldn't be something that I'm thinking. You know? No, we should be able to just enjoy it because it's a good time with our friends, not not tearing ourselves down. Yeah, because we are enjoying our life, and life is meant to be lived, and. You shouldn't have to, like, restrict yourself from sharing those memories or eating something that you want to or drinking something that you want to. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it sucks. It's like you're kind of being held captive by your by your brain. And now I'm nervous that I just said this
1: out loud because I know people are a list- couple thirteen, fourteen 13, 14 people are listening to it. And now, like, I, please, if anybody's listening, do not come up to me and tell me, like, oh, I think you look great. Please do not say that because that is going to make me feel hyper aware. It's also going to make me feel like, oh, because I talked about I look fat. Whoever this person is looked me up and down and and and, ma- and yeah. checked it out if they do think that I look like my picture or whatever. And then came over to tell me that I look good. You know, like, I, that is going to make me feel so weird because if the, I think people are standing around staring the tailgate at you. or at the Vikings game. Yeah analyzing what I look like yeah so please don't do that I mean if you know me if you're my fr- if you're my girlfriend or or whatever yes yeah. I can accept a compliment but from
0: a somebody stranger. I don't
1: know well especially a guy that's gonna freak me like just it's really a lot to take me... on from a stranger yeah so now I'm like shit I hope I didn't no. just put a target on my back for people to give me compliments because it does feel weird but yeah I just I don't know I don't know what to do about it um so, Well. Anyway, so I didn't mean well, to hijack the combo with that. No. I just feel like, ugh. And so that's what also weighing into I don't know what to wear this week. And again, I know girls always have this issue with I don't have anything to wear, but it just is something where you're going to be photographed a million times. Um, and if the supply chain issues and all of this bullshit could quit happening, I could go to the Viking store and buy something in a larger size that I feel comfortable in. Yeah. But there isn't shit to buy no everything is terrible yeah why does darius rucker get an nfl collab and i can't
0: (laughs) well and also the other companies that are putting shit out i don't want a lilac purple like shirt right like that's not it has a time and a
1: place like our jordans yeah we have jordans that are not the right purple yeah but i like them because they kind of change it up and they're my shoes
0: yeah but like I don't want a lilac purple shirt and I certainly I certainly don't want anything pink and I no. don't want any glitter. No glitter. Keep glitter off of my clothes.
1: You know what's sad? Oh, well what's worse than that is the lace up chest.
0: Oh, yeah. With the string that I think is supposed to resemble like a football. You know, this is why I always wear men's small in clothes cuz the women's clothes are so terrible.
1: There's not even any good men's? No, there's men's not. Out. I have
0: not found a quarter zip to buy yet. Do you know no. how I, I always want a bunch of quarter zips he
1: didn't find one and all the nike releases for both men and women have this weird v embroidered in it which i don't know how that's yeah and now we gotta tell people how how to design clothes where will we find the time here's how you know i'm going through something with my uh looks i um you saw the like ink splatter nfl design right for the sideline hat oh, this year yeah and it's hideous obviously yeah well they released the um crucial catch ones yeah and there's the girl's beanie that's like a pink ink splatter yeah. with a black palm and i'm like yeah i think i could get down I with can, that i could do that and i'm like what the fuck you were trashing this two weeks
0: ago <laughs> that it was the most hideous thing ever. you are going through it and
1: it's like but i'm so relieved because it has that you i'm sure people have seen the new Norsemen, and every team has this where it says afc or nfc at the bottom yeah it's hideous for one for two if you are a girl like me that has i don't well i don't know if i necessarily have a bigger head or not i haven't done the research but i have a lot of hair Mm -hmm. so when i'm wearing a beanie i need to roll down the part that's folded up a little bit Mm -hmm. so it fits on my head better and it has more of like the slouch in the end well i can't roll that shit down when you have a fucking norseman that's an inch wider and taller than before. No, I just... I think- Ask somebody. Do some research on what people want. We Ro- don't want 17 school sister options. No. Roger Goodell, what do I have to do to to have some input? So Lizzie and I actually, um, we're getting together. Got the cricket. We ordered a bunch of like um, rhinestone mm-hmm. things to to... Do stuff. We're gonna work on a little bit of custom skull sister merch, maybe a jogger set. Oh. Maybe you know, okay. not we don't necessarily have to wear it in, but just wear it to tailgate when it's colder, throw it over your clothes. Oh, I love that. Maybe a donut clothes. Who do I send my Venmo to? <laughs> right, right. I know. Um, but there's not a lot of purple, like blank stuff out there. Not even on Amazon? No, not purple. I mean, obviously we could do a black sweatsuit or something, but um no. And even like I looked at like Hanes and stuff none of it is the right purple but whatever we're working on it okay. we're gonna get together make some cricket designs but love it it's tough out there ha, fucking ask somebody what they want yeah and the nike leggings aren't out oh they're still which is my out. go-to yeah that is your go-to. we've got the fucking browns dolphins cowboys 49ers six pairs are out anyway all right It's my rant
0: um well before we finish up with what inspired me through the the week i have a couple of recommendations for people because i've been reading and watching a lot of tv (laughs) lately um daisy jones and the six by taylor reed jenkins it's been out for a few years but if you were like me and one of the last people to read it it's incredible call it say it again daisy jones and the six okay by taylor reed jenkins she um so it's done in like interview format and it's about a fake band from the 60s and 70s mm. and it's loosely based on Fleetwood Mac so if you oh, are cool. like me who loves classic rock it's very interesting amazing loved it um can't wait to hear Lindsay Lohan rumors at oh. the tailgate you know oh. the real queen the real of rumors right <laughs> god <laughs> my blood is boiling right now it's <laughs> not Stevie Nicks it's uh it is no <laughs> Lindsay Lohan uh, um and then on Hulu the bear with lip from Shameless is incredible. It's very chaotic and it's very fast paced. Each episode is like 20 to 30 minutes, but it's really good. It's like seven episodes. What's it about? It's about a guy who takes over his brother's sandwich shop in Chicago. Love a sandwich. And he was, um, he was like the chef de cuisine at the best restaurant in the world. And then his brother died and left him his restaurant. And so he moves home to take, uh, to run the restaurant. And then also The Patient on Hulu with Steve Carell. Did you watch that? No, I've, it's, yeah. Um, it's really good. It looks kind of scary, but it I'm is scary. It. The first two episodes, it's about a psychiatrist who is, um, this isn't ruining anything. He is uh, kidnapped, for lack of a better word, by one of his patients. And so you're trying to figure out why this patient yeah him? it's
1: like a it's like a psychological thriller yeah. kind
0: of a thing which is movies that i, I love movies like that yeah it's, and this is just a this is a show well so right, two episodes right, exactly. out, exactly so it's is gonna that, be great i
1: love to see steve Carell; he's one of those people that i feel like can play more serious roles he can and you wouldn't think so but i love him in any role yeah which for a lot of act for me, a lot of actors kind of get in my brain pigeonholed as one character, especially as iconic as Michael Scott. Yeah. I mean, I have his fucking a, a portrait of him on you my do. arm. You do. Um, And so, it, I mean, it's hard for me to sometimes like an actor like him be
0: like, oh, God. But no, when I can't not see Michael Scott. But him with him, in, I can. Him in the morning show. I fucking hated him. Yeah. He was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, good, but awful. Awful like, character. You, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and then also five days of memorial which is on apple tv it's about you really have been going I, through it i've been going through it i've been watching tv and reading books and journaling so yeah i'm really right, I'm trying right. to uh trying to uh clear my headspace by watching good television and reading good. Well, books. at least there's a lot of good stuff out right now thank god i've got a list of stuff that i need to watch um so five days in memorial it's about um the five days after hurricane katrina in New Orleans at a hospital. Yes. Very good. And then also I saw yesterday that um, Netflix is releasing a movie based on the book Luckiest Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll. It's starring Mila Kunis. And the book, I read it in 2018. It's fantastic if you haven't read it. It's called Luckiest Girl Alive. The movie comes out October 7th. And so I would highly recommend reading the book before you watch the movie. I can't wait. It's an, it's a thriller kind of a mind fuck movie uh, book. So uh, the movie is going to be great because Mila Kunis is fantastic. Oh, love her.
1: I need to throw in real quick just because the season's almost over. I went to my first Loons game ever. Um, I'm not a big soccer person. I'm one of those people that tries to get into it and I just can't pay attention to it. Can't follow it on TV. It's just a lot. First game, I just have to say it is an amazing experience there. First of all, I kind of apologize for calling it the commode on the road all these years mm-hmm. because it is beautiful inside. Not only that, it is so well set up, um, no lines for anything, even though it was sold out. Tons of stalls in the bathroom. It was just a great experience there in general. But it was what I loved about it. Not a single person is on their phone the entire game. Really? Everyone is watching the entire thing. And because everyone else was so engaged with it, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be the one clown on my phone. Yeah. So I was so, I watched the entire thing. I was so into it. Um, I loved it. So I, I think they only have two games left. So that's what I wanted to say if anybody's been Did on they the win? fence. No, they didn't. Oh. But it was, um, so towards the end, it was kind of like, I mean, they were losing like three nothing towards the end and it was like, eh, okay. But I mean, I would absolutely go back. It's such a fun vibe there. So I just want to say, I apologize to the loons for look at you um i haven't been trashing them lately but at first i was like oh my god i would never go to that it's so fun so definitely go if you are so inclined
0: well i, I and hopefully they'll not, make
1: the playoffs hopefully um, but you should go seriously i really think you would like and it's not a long day it's not a huge commitment i'll think about it it's maybe it if i so can fun. put my
0: books down or the tv off i'll make it to a loons game <laughs> yeah
1: I, got, I know you got a lot on your play here i'm I sorry do. you couldn't yeah i do um, and, oh, are you going to do your quote? I'll ask you then.
0: Yeah. Okay. So going back to what inspired me for the week and with the Gophers um, mental health awareness game being on Saturday, I found a quote from Rachel Barabow, who they have uh, partnered with, who she does come in and she speaks to the team and and um, she's partnered with the Gophers for a few years now. Um. So her quote is, the world needs you to show up today. And... I just loved it because it was like, no matter what you're going through, no matter how shitty you feel, the world needs you because there's only one of you. You are one of one. You are unique. There's always something that you can bring to somebody else's day. There's always some way that someone else can spark your day and make it better. You just need to show up and it will get better. And that's been something I've had to tell myself lately um, is that i just need to show up and hopefully things will get better so um i read I that it. and it really resonated so hopefully uh everyone realizes how much they are needed and uh Absolutely. just always wake up and, and realize that you are needed and the world needs you to show well, up well
1: here you go the vikings need you the Franklin. vikings need me the vikings <laughs> so need you they, they need do you need doing me. that skull chant for they do him. um well let's wrap it up i wanted to ask you we got to get it on record um, because it's bragging rights at the end of the year. We need your Vikings NFL, like the season record prediction. Again, I know it's tough because we don't know what 11 we're, what and we're looking at. 11 and 6. Okay. Yep. I am Um, I think I'm going with 10 and 7. Okay. I went back between 9 and 8 and 10 and 7, and I was feeling a little uncomfortable, haven't predicted a double-digit win in a long time. Um, but that's what I'm going with, 10 and 7. I think they will make the playoffs. I think they'll get a wild card. You're on your own after that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's exactly. what I that's what I got. Okay. So, all right. Well, hopefully we'll be over the moon with a victory next yeah.
0: week. Vikings will be one and zero. Gophers will be two and zero. And uh, hopefully the twins will get it together. <laughs> yeah. Good and uh, yeah. So thank you guys so much. Um, have a great week. Roll the boat, Scott. You go Gophers. school. Go. Love you. Bye. Step into the world of power loyalty